In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, before my kids could talk, I taught them sign language so they could tell me stuff even before they could tell me stuff because I had no idea what I was doing and I figured any help I could get along the way was probably beneficial. So the first word that Lisa taught in sign language to my kids was more. More. Not thank you. More. He and I are a lot alike, my first kid. More. He does it, it's cute. Whenever I do it, it's rude. Still, it's easy for a lot of us to forget the thank yous, to fail to appreciate all that people do to help us. And that's why we actually have to teach thank you, reinforce thank you. Most of the time, I'm just focused on getting more for myself. Because, you know, sinner. We put our wants and our needs ahead of anybody and anything else. You can see it in little kids, and it's not something that we inherit later on in life. It's something that we see in the smallest of us. Even the ones who have actually been conditioned to say thank you still kind of struggle with that selfishness. And it's the same struggle that happens tonight. There are ten lepers crying out with a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he does. Go and show yourselves to the priests. And they went. And as they went, they were cleansed. But only one turned back, falling on his face at Jesus' feet to give thanks. And I can kind of even see why these lepers just wanted to get to the priests. The priests declare what is clean and unclean, and what they say actually matters because the lepers were, part, were kept apart from their homes, apart from their families, apart from their friends. They had to live in a little colony where there's nothing but sick people, and nobody else could come near them. They had to cry out unclean so nobody would think too much of them. They could not go near anybody else. They couldn't go in town. And once the priests said they were clean, they could go home. They could see their families again, their friends. Their loved ones. They have a chance to go home, and so the nine run off to rejoin the world. But this isn't a y'all need to be more thankful sermon. I wish it was that easy. I've heard them. I just wish they would stick. Past like a day or so for me. Sin, remember? Underneath all of this. That even when I remember to actually say thank you, even when we actually manage to be the one in ten, we still have that thing inside of us that makes it kind of the exception even for us. This can't be a y'all obey the law more kind of sermon because that's not actually a sermon at all. That's a pep talk. And truth be told, God is not actually in this for the thank yous. If you actually want to catch a glimpse of what's really going on in Jesus' mind here, eat a meal with your grandma. And I say this because I had a grandma. And I also had a whole bunch of cousins that were way bigger than me. I was a little one. The next male cousin next to me is 6'4". They go up to 7 feet. I'm older than all of them. But I had an old Jewish grandma who was convinced I was about to starve to death literally every day. And so whenever I would go to see her, it was food and more food and more food. And I could say thank you. Grandma's cool with that. Thank you. But you want to know how I really made Grandma happy? You get seconds. You ask for more. See, love isn't in it for props. Love, 
just wants to see the beloved cared for. Jesus doesn't care about thank yous. He just wants to hear more. That's the real beauty of the Samaritan that was healed. Yeah, he said thank you like he should have. But more than that, he turned back and fell at Jesus' feet. He knew where help was. He knew where the true temple was. And he wanted more. And God delivered. Not enough for Jesus just to feel a heal a few lucky people so that, you know, they could maybe live just a few years longer in a world full of a whole lot of misery and a whole lot not to be thankful for, only then to die and face the same wrath for sin. Jesus wants to give more than just a short-term healing. He would even give his own life that you would have it. Our Lord came into this world not to collect a whole bunch of thank yous, but to serve. He came into this world to heal and not in a way that is temporary and not in a way that is passing and not in a way that only some people get it and not others. Our Lord came into this world to heal by bearing death and bringing it to nothing and then rising again because death would be robbed of its power. There is no such thing as death for you anymore. It has been robbed. It is going to sleep because you will wake up because Jesus died on that cross for you and he is risen. Death no more. Healing, yes. That is what God has delivered and it is more than, than just saying arbitrary thank yous to God. It's returning over and over again that would be helped along the way. Jesus says, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Because the highest form of worship is not saying thank you. It's receiving more. And so also for you, this is why we go to church. Because God has promised to be here. He's in the church working. Nowhere else has he promised to do the stuff that he does at that altar. And so this place is special. Not because God doesn't want to deal with you, but because he wants you to be sure that he is here near you. Because over and over, he would leave this place here so that when it does become too much and we have nothing else to say in our lives but more because we can't really feel the thank you, he has promised to be here for you so that we can drag in everything that's wrong and know God here to help over and over and over again. More. Faith in Jesus goes to Jesus. Faith in Jesus asks for more. Yeah, it gives thanks, absolutely. But over and over and over again, the people led into heaven are the people that Jesus helped. And if you notice, the nine were still healed, even though they didn't say thank you. They weren't any less healed. Jesus didn't take it back. That's good. If this were just to be more thankful sermon, they don't serve as great object lessons because they got away with it. Rather, find joy that this one Samaritan saw God, saw the true temple, saw the source of all goodness, all mercy, all peace, that actually wanted to stick around, that actually wanted to bear with us through the darkest of days so that over and over again we could return to him saying more, and here he would give it to you, and promise in word, in body and blood, and a return to baptism from that font where you started here. Over and over again, God is at work, always and always, overjoyed, just to give more. We don't measure better and worse Christian by who comes here more. We just measure the help given. Is there a sinner here that Jesus could help? He's ecstatic because all he wants to do is give more.
We don't use these gifts to say the Samaritan was more healed than the other nine. He wasn't. But what a joy that when his conscience assailed him, he knew where help was. That's the church, the place where God has promised to be. The thank yous are great, but always know you can say more here, and God will always give it. Always know you can say more here because there's not an end to forgiveness. There's not an end to mercy. There's not an end to love. For the temple is here where Jesus has promised to be, where faith makes well. Amen.